Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name is Blue. Alongside of me are the world famous Pot Brothers at Law, Mark and Craig Wasserman, and Mr. Joe Grande. All three of them missing in action, guys. Well, we want to thank you all for listening to the podcast, Cannabis Talk 101. Make sure to check out the website, Cannabis Talk 101. For so much information, and make sure you do this. Go to Instagram, Cannabis Talk 101, as we are the number one source for everything cannabis, guys. And Viscous Vapes, the, um, are you recording me, girl? <laughs> She's got a camera in my face like a, a little phone. I love it. Viscous Vapes, live the ride, guys. Viscous is us. a premium vape brand, guys. And I'll tell you what, I am a super big fan of them, and I'll tell you why. You know, first of all, I had the opportunity to sit back and really enjoy the uh, the company of the uh, the uh, the CEOs and their product and how much they care about their product line. And when you hit like a vape, you know, sometimes some of them have just a lot of cut in them, and it just doesn't feel right. This one is a very smooth. What's up, Tilo? You're saying like, do you say cut? I just think of a wrong it's drug. Cut, but it's cut. You know though. what I mean? It you shouldn't be cutting anything in the urban industry. I'm just saying, no. You know what I mean? Let, 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 let Stop Pablo chopping Escobar your weed. Stuff. Yes. Let that do. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, want, we want all natural, right? Yeah. So Don't jo- chop your weed, folks. Yeah, so joining us on the show today, man, I'm going to just go down the line. Janae Skinny Weed is in the building. How you doing, Janae? I'm just uh, here. I'm alive. I'm thriving and uh, excited about today. Love that. Jessica with Nuggle Help. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Hello, hello. And we have our guest of honor right here. We got our guest of honor, Kaden. The original founder of Kushstock, now the Kushstock Experience. How you doing, Kay? Great, great. Thank you for having me. And my man, Mr. Tilo is oh. in the building. Now, real yes, quick, sir. guys, just a little background. Tilo's from a, a former group called The Methods of Mayhems with Tommy Lee. He also was involved with uh, people like the Dog Pound, West Coast Customs, and several more. He's created his own brands and been a very influential person throughout the music industry. Tilo, welcome to the show. But uh, not almost, I also invented the vaporizer. And he invented the vaporizer. Tell us about that. Say what? Tell us about that. So basically what it was is Tommy and I were in uh, Amsterdam and we were having, we were doing our press tours. Yeah. We were staying at the Grand Tulip. It was like the nicest hotel there. And that's when Macy Gray was hot. So we were like bumping this boombox, Macy Gray. People were looking at us like we're weirdos, (laughs) right? So we get down there and we do the the Tonight Shows of, uh, you know, all over Holland. And I didn't know, you know, they have translators. So I yeah. didn't know that you're not supposed to, like, talk about weed on their national TV, on their national TV thing. Sure. All I could do is talk about weed. I, was like, I can't believe I went in here. And this is like 1998. You know, I went in here and it was like, you just buy weed. The greenhouse, which I became, that's what became really good friends with Aryan, which is like the Dutch master. Right. So he's number one. So then me and Aryan became really tight. So I go, he's, I go there the next day and he's like, he comes out and he's like, dude, they gave me all this free weed. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, dude, you fucking the biggest, like. You went crazy. Like, no one talks, like, the poor translator. Because first of all, I always say weird words anyways. Yeah. So the translator sometimes just be quiet. They're like, the hell I said. Yeah. And then when they do say, like, weed or whatever, in the, in the, whatever you say it in Holland. So then it became really a thing. So then he sent me around the corner. And the real, the, real, the real person we should all be thinking for the vaporizer is a guy named Eagle Bill. Mm-hmm. Eagle Bill used to run the Hemp yep. and Hash Museum yep. in Amsterdam. 
And so I go there, and but this is like a big giant globe, right? Huge. Yes. Giant globe. And, have, and so and during your, your five dollar like museum tour, get lets you get hit the hit the hit the vaporizer. <laughs> yeah. You know me, I hit that. Sh- I was like, dude, I never been so high in my life. So I came yeah. back, found one of the dudes from Disneyland that makes all the little glass figurines and shit. Yep. He uh, we worked on it for months, months and months, and finally figured out how to design the vaporizer. And then no one knew what a vaporizer was though. And it, because ours was, you know, remember the heat gun, yes. the bomb, yeah. the bowls, and the case. That was me. So then no one knew what it was. So then me and Alfie, you know, um, Raphael, I should yep. say, from Godvate, we got into a black BMW, which was way too nice for us to be driving, where we were going with the black man. So we were going to Texas, <laughs> place like this, because I was being, you know, because <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, sometimes, one time we, 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 we pulled into a gas station and there was a, what's to say, there was a, it was a sheriff's car, but it was like a 1976 Monte Carlo. Or something like that, and it had like just basically spray painted sheriff on it. Yeah, dude's hat. Yeah. Dude's hat was so dirty on the right hand side where he always grabbed it. I was like, Alfie, get in the back seat, dude. Like, yeah. lay down. You can't even. I got to get gas right now. We're getting just enough gas to get to the next place. Yeah. So long story short, we go through there, and you know, because no one wanted to buy. It was you know, original you know, wholesale was like two hundred seventy five dollars for this thing, but everyone's like. Going to these, like, you know, Ma Pa little stores, so I had to go in, like, oh, Mr. Mayhem, I had to be the guy. And yeah. open up doors, and they would, like, buy one just because they like, felt sorry for me or they want to be friends or something. Yeah. And then we ended up creating Got Vape, which is, like, now one of the largest vaporizer companies in the world. You know, it, it, you know what's funny, Tilo, is that a lot of people, you know, that are pioneers in the industry, like yourself, because I know your history, right? Yeah. You, you and I go back, I mean, you know, over, over 20 years. Over 20 years. Don't be know. dating us. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah, be dating yeah, us. It's all good. I'm man. 21. Real. Yeah, yeah, we were one. We were in, in diapers, you know. But but and, and still been. It's the same song and dance. We were in the in the industry together. We 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 seen each other do things. And yes, I, sir. I, I you know, is it okay to talk about your? Oh, uh, okay, cool. You know, because when 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 you know him and I were working on a project with West Coast Customs, and you know, this is when West Coast Customs was hot. You know, I mean, it was one of the hottest TV shows on with MTV. And, and, and we had also we had the music in division of it. Yeah, so and we were we, we were doing, West Coast Customs music, which yeah. is crazy. And we were we were producing all the music for it and all that good stuff. And so through that process though you know there was a lot of let's just say you know cannabis wasn't where it is today right 20 oh, years ago time. you know but, but but when you look at it it was like we were still pioneering it we were creating products we were doing things and and so Tilo was one of the first persons that I know that actually brought like you know waxes and and you know uh, diamonds and no one knew what it was no one even you knew know what how it was because I, I just want to get so stoned and I, I got mm-hmm. I, this old hippie showed me how to Basically, make some hash, and then I go to my boy Petrone's house. Yep, the and Petrone really, really, really showed me it. Yeah. It's our fault. Then, it's our fault. And yeah. but but they didn't know. But they didn't know how to get it to be the, the solid part, right? And what happened was, I was outside, and a fly flew into the into the Pyrex prey, right? Yeah. So with the fort, I'm trying to get this damn fly out there, so I'm whipping it, and that's when it turned into crumble. Yep. First yeah. crumble. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like. You're like, what is this? Because I remember back then we were extracting. We don't even know what it was. We were extracting onto hashish thinking, oh, they still want the hash. Yeah. We don't even know what this, no, this, yeah. this, this, this extract is. They want the, they yeah. want the jelly. You know? Yeah. And so that well, was... well, and then, you know, so so he was bringing around this concentrate. And, I mean, we would we would put it in everything, you know, smoke it, 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 eat it, whatever yep. you could do with it. You know, <laughs> we were trying to figure it out. And it was very enjoyable. It was like, wow, this is like super, super concentrate. And it's really knocking us down. And then, you know, and we were making, I mean, you know, I was making a living out of it. And there's no secret to that. Uh, Tilo was making a living clearly. out of it. And clearly. And then, and then, and, then <laughs> and, and what ends up happening though is, is, um, you know, there was a tragic situation. So basically, I'm going to tell you that. what happened yeah. was I left a, a very prominent superstar house, which everyone knows provides the cush. Yeah. Left his house. I was driving down, uh, Hollywood Boulevard, and one of my boys claims he's a freedom fighter. He's not. He's a pussy. But he was like, he, he had something to wax, he put, and he opened up a beer. Yeah. So I get pulled over. So I'm like, what? So they pulled me over, and I'm like, dude, you know, the whole thing, the cops are cool, but they were like, we don't even know what this is. We've never seen this shit. So they were like, we got to take you in. I'm like, really? They're like, we're going to let you keep your car here, though. You know, we're, 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 cool. we're going to tow it. You know, we pay you a little $500 to get there. The death sergeant's like, nah, this is like, we don't know what this is. 10 grand. So I was sitting there all night. A girl at that point in time had to pick me up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I had nothing to smoke. So I go home, and, and I'm calling that dude. Basically, I, it was his stuff, by the way. It wasn't even, I had, they smelled the weed from homie, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, But they found his shit on his door. He just threw it in there. And yeah. then after he claimed all this freedom fighting talk, you he know what I mean? He wouldn't even he wouldn't say nothing. Yours. I'm sitting up like, oh, wow, okay, cool. And so then I go to jail. I get out the next day. I'm like, dude, I need to get soap. So first of all, I called dude a million times. He ain't answering, right? Right. He ain't answering. I go to his store. I jump over his dispensary counter. 
going there and just straight like hit dudes like is like because I was like, dude, you need to bail me out, dude. This is your shit. Right. So I go up there and go in this thing, jump over his thing, and I grab his cash register, go in the cash register, grab a bunch of weed, and I was like, you're a bitch. Yeah. And I left with his weed, and I went back to my house trying to blast it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Because I need to get high for real. Like this weed didn't get me high no more. Yeah. Sure enough, you know what I mean. They're blasting it. It, 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 my house. it blew up. In in by the way, Dana Point, which is not sexy to be in Orange County. No, that. no. I just signed to Kanye West with Good Music, and Roscoe and I. Yeah. And that was just like, eh. so so, then, so so you lost your record deal. Right? Yeah, I lost. Yeah, of course. Which I remember. Yeah, you know that was a for cold world. Yeah, and, well, and and at the time, Kanye was just coming out with uh, Through the Wire. Yeah, which was the hottest record all that, on. on all that. You know no, we were mean? stoked. So all of us were like, "Oh my God, it's going down!" Because we were all deal. part of that camp. Yeah, and so and, and then and then when I when I look back though. It wasn't just that it blew up. It actually burnt down the apartment complex, oh, right? Yeah, what? man, it was yeah. fucked up. Yeah, what? I mean, I, maybe not oh, the yeah. whole place, but it burnt down more. The door than... across the street, the whole shit. Yeah. Like, oh, like I was yeah. back in jail within like five hours. Yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. And, oh my god. Yeah, and they didn't Wait, know. How what did it... you get out while this whole thing's like the building? No one, no one could believe it. Well, no one could believe it. How did you get out though? I'm part alien. No, no. So he was in jail for the first one, right? The first deal. He had just got bailed out because his buddy had some some weed in the car that left it in there, right? Mm -hmm. So he got out, he was pissed off. He went to his spot, his little med dispensary, whatever, you know, like pretty much taxed him for some weed and was like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm taking this. This yeah. is mine for the bail money because you <laughs> left it in my car, didn't right. claim it. He got home and t tried to turn it into, uh, you know, wax or crumble. Yeah. And while he's blowing it, the house caught on fire. No, that's what I'm saying. How did he get out of the burning house? No, oh, I was oh. no. That's what I'm saying. I was in. I was actually Got in you. the bar back as far as. And this is a cold blooded thing. I was like, I love Louis Vuitton. You know what I mean? Like, I have the golf bags. I've, yeah. I have snow globes, chopsticks, and I'm weirdo. Yeah. So I actually run back into the house, dude. I'm barefooted with just no shirt on, just a fucking pair of board shorts, and not realizing. Okay, I had like a big, huge bag of weed, right? And I'm like, for sure, the weed's gonna burn up, you know, in this fire, like for sure. Well, I ran the, the house twice. I run the house twice, <laughs> and I get first. Of all, I get my girls. I just bought her this nice bridge bag from Louis Vuitton, so I got that bag first. And she's a school teacher, so I had to go back and get her her messenger bag, Louis Vuitton messenger bag, with her laptop in it. Yeah. So I, I run out with two Louis. That's only two. The only thing they say was that. Oh man. And I had a Snoop Dogg like dog dog pound chain melted in there. Yeah. Or my Rolexes disappeared. I, mean, I don't know what happened to them. Yeah, yeah. One of those things. But then I go outside, so I get the water hose, right? And I'm like, oh shit, this is bad. You know what I mean? It's fucking background. You know what yeah, I mean? It's dry. So I'm it's trying to like, I'm, I'm like, I, the window's broken. I'm using my water hose. I'm trying to like do anything I can to water it down. My dumb ass, only thing I hit was the big bag of weed. So yeah. they come out with this huge bag. It's an evidence. It was like yeah. it was ginormous, like the biggest brown paper bag you ever seen. I was like, God damn it! Yeah, the one thing you soaked was <laughs> the bag. Of yeah, weed. that. And it was horrible. So I go to jail, Orange County, Maine, right? Orange oh County, uh, Theo Lacey, and I'm in there, and all of a sudden, here's the news. They're like, dude, no way, bro, it's you. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> everybody's seen it, man. It was crazy. And, and you know, but back back yeah. then again, it was it was super. Illegal. You know no one knew, no like, one knew what it was. Yeah, no one knew what it was, and and so so you know when we come back after this break, I want to ask you some of the questions like how much time did you do and all that stuff. It's Cannabis sure. Talk One Hundred and One. We'll be right back after this What's break. What's the good word? Alright, oh, so crazy. when we come back in, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm we'll gonna be go right up. back with Cannabis Talk One Hundred and One. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing. And of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Yo, what time is it? Dime time! time! I want you to think higher with Dime Industries and find them in California, Arizona, and Oklahoma. Dime Industries has been the leading industry source for clean and potent medicine using state-of-the-art hardware, including premium food-grade stainless steel, glass, ceramic plates, and enhanced battery life. The 1,000-milligram cartridges are amazing. Check them out on the website, dimeindustries.com or dimeindustries on IG, dimeindustries. Man, think higher with dime, guys. Now, Tilo, listen, man, you know, going back to that story because it's super exciting and and people want to hear because, you know, you got in some trouble, some serious trouble for this. Oh, bro, this is the cool thing. So then I sat in jail for, like, you know, for the few days, and then my attorney comes to me and... Provided me by a very famous uh, mo- motorcycle group. We won't say their names. But <laughs> <laughs> a, a, very, a very famous one, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm saying. And then? Sons of Anarchy. No, I'm saying. No. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I heard so, it. So, so <laughs> basically, yeah, I was in there, and they were like, my attorney was like, it's a Sunday. He's like, dude. No, it's a Saturday. Because this happened like a Friday. And you heard the, he was, he was like, those sirens right there. Right there. Yeah. We got him in the back. <laughs> cue, cue the sound coops. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Uh, and they were like. He was like, dude, do you understand you're on crime bail crime? I'm like, what the hell is a crime bail crime? He's like, you can't bail out. And they get another crime and bail out again. Yes. And you crime bail crime. He's like, you, I don't know why the He's judge like, gave you. already on bail. I don't know why he gave you $75,000 bail, but I promise you right now that shit's going to be revoked on Monday. You need to bail out right now. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to sit here. I'm just pressed. So I was like so bummed yeah, out. Yeah, I would just take I'm it. Like, I, I'm like, man. I'm not even, I'm just, I'm not going to work. I quit. I'm done. I, I give. Yeah. So they let me, I get out, right? And so then during that time, I started the Boys and Girls Club music program. Sure. I started the. Uh, Grossman Center, uh, Grossman Burn, Burn Center uh, operation. It's called um, was it Healing Through Operation Healing Through Music. You know right. what I mean? I did that with them, and I, I helped raise like quarter million dollars for the fire department. Yeah. So by the time I got Ooh. into court, finally, you I have, was like the, like the DA was like not the DA, but like the the, the, the fire inspector. Everybody, everybody was like my friends. Yeah. Nah. So they're like we love this dude. Yeah, so yeah. I had to do sixty days. Right. And then I was luckily so I was, when I went to jail, I had to go to Theo Lacey, and I did, like they told me like oh. At first, they were like, you know, we'll give you, like, you know, the DA was like, we'll give him a week. And he was like, the judge was like, I'll give him a month to turn himself in, whenever. It was that kind of thing. That's kind of vibe then. Yeah. So one of my friends that is, is basically, remember, I don't know if you know this, but they were used to give out uh, licenses for people to get guns and things like personal licenses if you donate a certain amount of money to the police part. Yeah. One yeah. of those very, very rich people I know up in L.A. Uh, drove me down because they're basically a sheriff, but they're not a real sheriff. You know what I mean? Yeah. That bullshit. <laughs> So he drives me to the thing there in the Porsche, fucking do my thing, smoke in the last minute. And they make you stand in line to go into jail, which is the weirdest thing ever. Like, I'm literally standing and waiting <laughs> yeah, to go to jail. To, like, I'm a to fucking, turn myself Like, in. as a ride or something. Yeah. So <laughs> that makes no sense. So then I, I go in there, and he's like, his brother happens to be one of the top sheriffs at this time. Yeah. So he goes in there, he's like, look, there's no this dude hit his head in the fucking shower, this and that. Like, just know that. Like, this, right. this thing happening. Yeah. Let and they it. wanted, they would put me, they put me in, because they're saying that basically if you're a celebrity, you have to be in solitary confinement because people will extort you things yeah, like that I was like yeah. I'm not doing it I have to be in you know, general population I, yeah, I'll yeah, wig out PC and, uh, you I'll can't put me PC'd up so then they you know so then they put me in and everything and of course everything right away they're like bro fucking you know and they're tripping people like, are like Tilo what up and I'm the only person that's able to go hang out with the blacks the Jews the, the fucking the Mexicans the everybody I'm you like could, the only person yeah like, like, even this white supremacist guy one time he's like he dropped some cigarettes he's like Tilo get that I'm like absolutely not officer here like, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm telling you, dude. I ain't like, what do I look like? I follow all the rules. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, like, yeah. And they never seen this before. They were like, 
Because the cops, that's when rock star party like a rock star. Remember that song? Uh, yeah, yeah. So the cops were singing that when I was going to chow sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was like, we were saying, the people were like, at first they thought I was a narco almost. They're like, why is the cops like, they were pointing over like, you know that like dude? They're like high-fiving me and shit. Like, yeah. I, but I fought all the rules. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I was like, I'm not coming back here. Yeah, you're like, I'm a Period. civilian that just happened to get I'm not screwed coming back up. Here. But no one, but see, the thing about it is that now I'm a heavy advocate. I only want to deal with companies that are doing the right things with the right licenses and taking care of their people the proper way. Sure. It is very dangerous what I was doing, but in my defense, <coughs> there, was no, there wasn't anything online to tell you about what the dangers were then. Correct. It wasn't, right. there, was, there was no, like, right now we all there know. There really wasn't any laws. I didn't know that it. it was that flammable, that was that, that volatile of gas. Yeah. I didn't yeah. understand it. So it's, it's come so far, but it, it's one of those things, like I told you about this, after that happened, eight years felony probation in Orange County, Yeah. PTSD. Yeah. I have yeah. PTSD from yeah. this day, dude. Eight years play. is a long time. But Kelly Brazo, I love you because she may be a better person. Yeah. I don't lie. You know what I mean? Did, did they make you go through the whole eight years? Because usually... Uh, but, uh, no, no. But my, 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 this is what it is. my sentence was eight years. Right. But they, they were like, basically, my sentence was eight years. And, You're not but a habitual criminal. But, 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 but suspend your sentence for 60 days. Right. Since it was such a high-profile case, they extended my probation every time. Yeah. I'm everything off, extended, extended. I'm like, the fuck out of here. Yeah. So they did it all the way to the end. All the way to the end. All the way and in. you didn't get in trouble once. Uh, well, um, that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, they were very, what happened was they could never verify my residence. So I was living in, I was living in like 11,000 square foot house in the Hollywood Hills, like stupid house. They could, yeah. It only had, it's 11, it was like 11,000 square feet, but it only had two bedrooms. It was made for raging. Yeah. It was like a rage house. Like, yeah. Literally a like, two bedroom house. It was like gnarly. You remember? Yeah. Like, yeah. dude, it was crazy. Yeah. And it's like, uh, and we, oh. You remember, are we talking to Shuki? Yeah, Shuki's yeah, yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> you know Shuki, she, she know Shuki. You guys don't need, you guys know Shuki. Yeah, yeah, yeah I had the house. Guy. That was my yeah. house. Shuki, yeah, fucking yeah. Shuki, yeah. Shuki, Shuki, yeah, Shuki, 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 Shuki Airlines. So I was like Shuki. <laughs> he was yeah. the funniest. He tried it, yeah. Anyways, dude. So, yeah. so they were always trying to verify my residence. So they, I come, I show up one day, and I'm like down there in Beverly Hills, and like, eleven million dollar house, right? Beverly Hills. They are fucking pissed because I said I live in my friend's garage, basically in Laguna Beach. They show up. Oh, no. And they show up in another place. They're like, no, we're done. We're done with this shit. Yeah, they're coming. Warrant for his rest. And so, no, not only that. They, when I doesn't come in, she was like, yeah, uh, you're going to jail today or you're going to go live in a sober living home. I'm like, sober living home? So they sent me to Santa <laughs> Ana. Look, Santa Ana. I'm fucking, dude. For weed, though. The, the for worst cannabis, thing. I, I couldn't even believe this, dude. I went from the fucking Beverly Hills home. I had to go live with these real drug addicts. And, then, and they didn't, <laughs> didn't want to let me in there. They were like, no, no, sir, no. Like, what's your drug? I'm like, I, I'm, I, I'm in trouble with weed. They're like, oh, dude, come on, bro. Like, yeah. we have people, heroin heads. Like, we have, these beds are important. Yeah. There's like 12 men in this house. There's they didn't want to let you in. They finally let me in, right? And for the first month, I'm like, and then they said, you have to get a job. So I'm like, I gotta get a job. I had to go back and work at Silverstar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, place. Yeah. I got to work at Silverstar casting company, dude. And like, in the warehouse. Like, dude, yeah. I'm like a rock star. Like, what the fuck happened to my life? Yeah. <laughs> it was so demeaning, but it humbled me. And then they took all my cars away and everything. I couldn't have anything. Dude, I had to take the city bus. Wow, they wouldn't let you drive. Dude, bro. That's right, I remember that. You, right? Yeah, you were having such a hard time. I, dude, I was so happy to find, dude, they were, they were on me. They were yeah. like, any money you got, we wanted to the go to the fucking The Range Rover, big, all that stuff was gone. Oh, dude, remember, remember all my keys? In front of my house, I had two Mercedes, a Range Rover, two Range Rovers, yeah. a super rare Range Rover, a Callaway, yeah. and all my keys were melted in a big pile. Yeah. So I had every car towed away. Yeah. <laughs> all, the, all, the, all the shit rekeyed. Oh. That was a cold world, dude. You know, you know what's crazy, though, is, is again, Tilo, you know, going through it and, and looking back and saying you know i feel that at that time you know ultimately i feel like you kind of got lucky with the sense of you know they might have broke up like someone like me off for you know five years or i might have done the whole eight years yeah, you know you what might, I mean? yeah because yeah, you know it, it, you had to have that ability you had that status at the time so yeah. it kind of gave you like yo look this guy is a celebrity let's not throw him in and you had hit records at the time you know yeah, you, had you guys were billboarding and shit so i mean you're talking about someone that really had that was you know recognizable on in, in the the world of entertainment and then but here in orange county though there's a lot of times people get broke off i mean you get caught doing that stuff orange you know, county no game they're not a game yeah you do that in la they're like ah kick him out you know what i mean you know it's cool he it's he's not a criminal because in la they're, they're worried about bigger cases but in orange county i always tell people if you're gonna do a crime don't do it in orange county <laughs> you get out of orange county because you're gonna you're gonna suffer you do that in la you could do the same crime in la and the same crime in orange county in orange county you'll do five years in la you'll do let me tell you 30 this. days so Served. Time served. You know me. I'm like, that literally. weirdo dude. I'm the dude who drives a Maserati and parks it at the parking ride and gets on the city bus. I'm a weirdo like that. Yeah. You know what I always have? I took, yeah. I took the train here today. I know you did. You yeah, know I me. Mean, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, you just, you're just good like that. Like, you enjoy it. 
I actually do. I really enjoy it. It's like it's a weird thing. I don't know what it is. I guess because I was so poor for so long and I didn't have a car until I was 24 years old. Yeah. You know, that was my first car I got when I was 24 when we signed a record deal. Yeah. I had no car. I had a skateboard. Yeah. That was my car, my Corvette. Yeah. Kick yeah. push, man. You know what I mean? I kick push like nobody's business. Okay. So what What now? Man, tell me, so real quick, I mean, I, there was a huge um, project, and I know Dr. K's going to like this a lot. And, and really, you know, Dr. K, I want you to, to kind of like listen into what, what him and I, what Tilo and I have been talking about because. We're doing this 50 50 too. I want to be equal because we, like, we have it's a. On, it's on record, and y'all. We're, we're 100% 50 50. That's what it is because sometimes yeah. when 51, I don't like that. We yeah. need 5149. All we want to do is help. Yeah, yeah. So. When we did the Coast Talk experience, we did something very similar that we're working on. We'll, we'll announce it to the world later. But, you know, real, real quick, though, Tilo, explain to, to our listeners, you know, what you're, what you're trying to do now. Because I think it's so important that they hear um, exactly what we're up to. So, so, so basically what it is is I, where I live. I live in Westlake Village. But, you know, I live in Calabasas, things like that. And there's a lot of horse properties. And it's experiencing the fire. I was... I was here, then I get a call that, hey, you know, basically your house is about to burn down. You know what I mean? So then my boy, Limo Steve, he just gets me out there. Like, I'm on Hollywood Boulevard. I get this call from a neighbor. So I just fly. I get there as fast as I can. And the street's already closed off. You know what I mean? The neighbor's like, you can't even get in. Limo Steve goes on the grass, gets me around. I'm able to get in there, get there, get the dog, get the, you know what I mean? Certain couple things and get, the, get, get out. That right. kind of thing. And it was so crazy to see, like, first of all, people are idiots. By the way, if you have to evacuate, and don't stop at the red lights. Don't stop the red lights. They were stopping the red lights. Like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm going to mod. It's stupid. So yeah, you drove right by him. <laughs> I, I did. I fucked my bumper up and everything. I don't even care. But the thing, is that, the thing is that at the end of the day, that was a profound thing for me. And I knew this. To live your dream is, is, is kind of weird. So to me, wanting to be a rock star and all this kind of stuff as a kid. And, and I always did music and rapping. I was breakdancing. Fucking, I'm the, you know, all this shit. You know what I mean? And remember, I grew up in Ohio where... I didn't know I was black. Yeah. They sent me to a white school. I had to get on the bus at 6.30 in the morning to go sit at the bus driver's house while she had breakfast <laughs> before she took me to fucking school. You know what I mean? Because they like, we need this here. We're getting this we're getting over here. You know what I mean? So I was filling a quota. And yeah. <laughs> filling a quota at that young age. I didn't know I was black until my mom said, get your black ass in your room. I'm like, what are you talking about? And yeah. I still didn't know. And Things like I grew up super, super poor, you know. Yeah. And I came here on the Greyhound bus, you yeah. know that, yeah. with a nut with a bag of uh, cheese, uh, was a cheese puffs, <laughs> yeah. and a jar of paste piccani. Yeah. That was it. Like no money, yeah. you know what I mean? Because the night before I was on acid, and I was, and <laughs> we were in the woods, and behind my house, we're having a big bonfire, right? Yeah. And this bonfire, we're doing this bonfire, and and we go down to the gas because you know, it's wet, it's Ohio, you know. We got some lighter food, man. We go down to the gas station, down in the, down in the marathon, you know. Yeah. We go down the marathon. <laughs> we go down the marathon. And the dude, I'm on acid, I'm frying my balls off. And this guy comes, he's like, "Hey, you fucking pussy." I'm like, "What?" And I walk in the store, comes out, and I'm like, "Oh, I know you guys." He's like, yeah, that's what we said. I'm like, "What?" It's like walk away. And I have this shitty Lorsen 380 I bought from the Mexican mafia. It was like the worst <laughs> gun ever. Like it was a fucking joke. <laughs> it was a joke. So then, dude, dude, like a dude comes. I'm like, "Hey, fucking this guy's like." Original muscle bound dude, like I don't even know. People were working out like that back then. Like he, was some, <laughs> he had a special steroid. I don't know what the hell he had. So dude comes through, and he's like, he comes up, I'm like he comes at me all fast. I'm like, click click. And I put the shit right in his fucking face, and I was shaking. I'm like, I'm not. This ain't me. I've been listening way too much fucking the Chronic album. You know what I mean? And I was like, I'm not built for this. Yeah. So the next night, I swear to God, the next night, so my mom had to be at my nana's house. She's walking the house for whatever. So my friends just dropped me off, and I was just like. And then, then they come and knock, like, my friends come back because I left, whatever it was, they knock on there. I thought I was so scared. I thought it was somebody trying to kill me. I called yeah. the cops. Cops come. <laughs> I was like, I'm too, I got to get out of here. So I took the Greyhound bus next. My mom dropped me off, and that was it. Came out here, and for three days, that's how long it takes, three and a half days to get from Ohio to here in the Greyhound. So, yeah. No, like, don't have back problems, know that. Yeah. So one dude bought me one cheeseburger. That's all I had for the whole time. The guy here, and ended up living homeless, you know, lived homeless, buying dumpsters, whatever it is. I always fucking... Just trying did to make my it. shit. Then end up getting discovered by Christian Soy. Yeah. And this whole skating team, Tony Olive and those guys. And then worked for those guys, Black Flies. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, Phil, but what we talked about through. earlier is uh, I wouldn't change my probation situation. I wouldn't change what I've done whatsoever. Thank God no one was ever hurt. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm able to say that. But it made me such a, a more solid of a man. I've always been like a, a positive person, always yeah. been that person. But when you live your dream, when I get back to this, when, when you live your dream, my dream was a this. It's a mind fuck. You'll become depressed sometimes because most people never get the opportunity or the pleasure to live their dream. And when you don't live your dream, you can still like dream. Yeah. When you live your dream, like what the fuck am I supposed to do now? 
Yeah. So now my main focus is all I want to do is help. And the help thing is this. I've been, I built this Land Rover as a badass 1996 manual drive, sick Land Rover, talking about <coughs> everything. You know, all, dude, I'm over the top. I look like Mad Max. So I got all the racks and all the fucking shovels and the picks and shit. Like, dude, like gnarly. <laughs> I'm that guy. Matt Black gets fucking pissed. Snorkels. He said it's it. pissed. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> it's upset. So I build this, right? but I live in a neighborhood where there's no, there's no street parking. So you live in a real nice neighborhood. It's guard gated. They only use parking <laughs> the streets. No street They're yeah. like, nah, we need shit to look nice. So <laughs> if you can't park in your garage driveway, then... So I park, park it outside, and, and it, it leaks, so I went and put it in my driveway. You know, we have a white driveway, so I was like, I need to pull the shit on the street. Yeah. So I pull on the street, and I always leave out there, and this lady, she's like 80 years old, God bless her heart, she comes out of this park area, and she don't know what happened, but she, she, she basically, not basically, she rolled her car and totaled my truck. What? Wow. And all I cared about was making sure that she was okay. Sure. You know, I went through, and I was like, also, oh, she was totally fine, nothing. Mm-hmm. But... At that point, it was, it was kind of a blowback, but really I built this vehicle, my friend Daniel and I, and it is because of what we want to do. You know, you have the, we just come up with finding the name, but you know the, the helpful Honda people? Yeah. They do a thing? Mm-hmm. We're the helpful hemp people. Mm-hmm. So what we do, we have vehicles that are equipped with uh, search and rescue equipment, and we're also equipped with, um, you know, first aid supplies and, you know, whether it be sandbags, things like that. And what we're going to do is, and also one of the trailers, a couple of the trailers, a couple of the trucks will also have trailers on the back that have a horse trailer with a triage center front for wild animals. and domestic animals. Mm. And, we're gonna do, and I'm going to employ people that have been, like, there's a guy, like, for me, I think so many people wanted me to be back in the industry for so long. And this is why I'm stepping back in with you, because I trust you so much. And Thank we you. have a history and what you've done, you've done to right. And it's because so many companies want to be sponsored. Like weed companies and fucking so many different like extraction companies. Like we want you to. But I'm like I've been so scared. It's like PTSD. Mm-hmm. Even though this is a, a, an industry I helped build, mm-hmm. I'm scared of being it. So sure. Now yeah, I'm going, I, I've been I've been I was scared to come out of the closet for for many it's, years. It's, 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 it's very difficult. It's crazy. Yeah. And so what I want to do is I'm employ people that are like hey this guy did fucking five years in prison for five pounds in Texas. I mean this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He's hired. Yeah. You know and we're also gonna do, we're also gonna get you know people that are fret, that I've had veterinarian friends that are not able to prescribe cannabis. I mean, back in the days, now they're changing. I want to be, we'll always bring a vet with us, a veterinarian with us, with us. And that way we're able to go into situations. And all the the, the vehicles will have logos that from all the companies that obviously you and I are going to vet and our teams will vet with us. Sure. They have to be conscious companies that are doing the right thing with their employees all the way to the government, to you name it. I want to cross all the T's and dot all the I's. Yeah. And as we do this, so even if sandbag. So, so, so one of the things you said to me real quick is when everybody else is leaving the fire. That's us. We're going in. We're going in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, I, and, I, and that's when I was like, man. That's you know, our thing. When everyone's leaving, we're going in. Yeah. And what has happened is a lot of people still have a bad idea of what the weed is. And I'm going to say, like, is it Janae? Is your name? Yeah. Janae really blew my mind earlier. She just busts off some shit like, I got to go back to school now. You know what I mean? When I was talking to her, yeah. she's like, I'm like, she can educate. People. She's very educated. So she can educate others. So what we are is where this a mind would be more open when a guy that did five years in prison just help relocate help locate your animal. Sure. Or help, you know, do whatever it may be, or did something like that. They're gonna be like, Oh, what are you with now? And then all these brands that we have that are that we, you and I are gonna build together, they're gonna be brands that are gonna be like they'll feel we'll provide them content, we'll do certain things like that. But when we have a, like a sandbag, I mean, we're going to do everything. Obviously, we'll do our random acts of kindness. We're going to do that always. Sure. But we're going to be people that have the equipment to get into places that other people can't. Because a lot of these horse, horse like trucks and stuff, they're like dualies. Yeah. And that was my thing is I need to be able to go with all the equipment. I have all the equipment, like the, 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 the cut defenses to do whatever it is. Yeah, everything. Because like some, some of us, like, if they can't get through the road, we're going to get through the road. Yeah. The vehicles we have, they're going to get there. Yeah. I promise you that. And, and, and save people and save animals. Save people, animals. All that, and then just be a support team, and be the people that are there. Even if we just set up a barbecue and we're making turkey and veggie burgers all day, yeah, you know for, what I mean. For the people that are for stuck the people down. that work, exactly. We yeah. do that, and what we do this, and we're doing it, and we're not here just trying to shove products on the thing. We're not doing that at all. And I, like I said before, I don't want ourselves to have our own social media per se. Yeah. Because I think we should provide content for everybody else because we're too busy getting shit done. Yeah. So it's like all the brands that we have. They will, we will for sure let make them sure we, use, let them, let them use do the, it. Let the, them the, be proud. You right. know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah, hashtag the helpful we people. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, like you, you get up, we link up with like an advanced nutrients company that's already doing like humanity heroes. And we're like, listen, you know, <clears throat> you guys, you, you guys, you guys push this out there after we go out there and save X, Y, and Z people. Exactly. Because that's our mission. Our mission is to save people, not to impress people. And, 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 yeah, and exactly. I think that's, you know, that's, that's one of the things that I, you know, when you're like, you know, blue, we need to circle back and we need to get ourselves back together and really, 
kind of dive into what what I feel, and he started talking to me. And I mean, I think he called me. It was midnight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he was like, "You up?" And I'm like, "Yeah, what's up?" You know what I mean? And I was like laying on the couch, and I'm asking, "Like, what's up?" I was up? in my garage taking dabs, pacing yeah. back and forth. Yeah. I'm like, well, "What's up, dog?" He's up. He's up. I was on the couch surfing, you know, and, and he was like, literally, like you know. He's like, though, this is, dude. I got this ingenious plan. I got the vehicles for it. I've got some, some, you know, other people that have vehicles that that, that customize and build and this and that. And I'm like, okay, get to the point, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then he's going into those details. I'm like, okay. And then he's like, dude. So when, 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 you know, when Los Angeles is on fire and everybody's running out, we're going in. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, dude, we'll have trailers. We'll save animals and create this thing, but do it with the cannabis community. And having the people from the cannabis community help sponsor a vehicle. Why don't you, you know, give back a vehicle? And, you know, I, and I'm exactly. confident, I'm confident when, once we set, when we structure this out, that there's going to be companies that do give that. And that's why oh, I said will. Dr. K's going to love this because yeah. this is right up his alley, right, Okay. And this happened to us. I, I don't, in the Malibu fires, I guess, because you'd have to say where it was, but we had major, major operations up there and, and multiple neighbors. And I remember when those fires, it was like a laser beam that went through it wasn't like a fire and it was like it was crazy it, it was and and hazmat was there and i remember looking and we had the a malibu big, fire we, you know? we had three million dollar property i'm looking at and i'm seeing horses run by i'm seeing animals i'm seeing people and, I, and we had our our we had i think 300 master cases of butane explode and we're just sitting there going wow like they you do need something you do need something there's like 96 that. bottles of Butane in, in a master, master case. We had about Just so you know, <laughs> that's what a master case is. Because <laughs> I had one in my house and it grenaded. But, but there's there's major people that were up there. Uh, you know, major companies that were with us up there. Other properties that they wiped us all out. And, they, and people, I seen it. The neighbors' horses were running around. Yeah, people were scared. You know, so it was like yeah. even even, that, even our fire. You know, that's a great give back. You know, something to to be able to help people when in their their deepest needs. I think it's it's super important, you know what I mean? So it's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. What's the good word? We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Take a hit, get lit, sit back, and enjoy Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law, and Dr. K. What's going down, man? Well, what's happening is Bud Tender Awards created G4 Live with a vision to be the most ambitious and essential cannabis event ever. This show is designed for people that want to take their business to the next level. Join us in Las Vegas May 11th through the 14th at the all-new resort world, Snoop Dogg, and Travis Barker will be performing live together for the first time. If you don't go, you don't, you don't grow. grow. Oh, man, I'm going to be there. What, Jesus. what? Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't go, you don't <laughs> grow. Yeah. Yeah. talking Travis Barker, though. That's going to be hard, that's man. That's going to be sick. You know, it, it, I'm going to hand him the mic, I hope. That's it. Are you guys no Barker? You guys ever met Barker before? Well, I, I got to meet him at the last G4 Life. You know, that's my boy. Because, is first he? of all, when, when Methods of Mayhem, we're on MCA, which is Music Cemetery of America. Yep. By the way, but when we were on MCA, <laughs> that's when they first got Blink, when they had Blink-182. And Travis, is, he's not the original drummer, Blink. No. Right. So they brought him in that. And so I had, if you look at the Get Naked video, you have Lil' Kim, 
George Clinton, yep. Clint Durst, everybody. Like, huge celebrities. And like, who's Tilo? Like, yeah. at all, they're like, hey, what's a good word? Like, <laughs> yeah. no sense. So me and Barker were the same thing. So Barker, same thing. We had a lot of pressure. We were talking about when you have, imagine this. When you have, like, the whole, like, the whole record industry. You know what I mean? Everyone fought over us except for Interscope. So the whole, like, when I, when I showed up at Sony, they had, I, I said I want some hot wings and a PlayStation. They had 200 hot wings. And the main person from PlayStation with a PlayStation with every single game, like games that ain't even came out yet. Right kind of thing, right? Yeah. What? Like next level stuff. Like you just They're like, come this way. Yeah. Yeah. Over here. It's over here. <laughs> that, that's funny. But things, things that record labels will do yes, they is will. Sony also, they put me up in uh, Trump Towers yep. in New York over Central Park. Well, it was like a badass. It's like a... It was like a kitchen. It was like a bed. It must have been very expensive. It had a telescope. You know what I mean? All that shit. You could be Creeper McCreeperson and look at people and do Creeper something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so anyway, so I get these business cards. Back in the days, you know, everyone had cell phones. They said business cards. They give you business cards saying like, you know, Tilo Murray, you know, Trump Towers. So if someone get charged, you get a hold of you in the city, they do that. Well, I thought Donald Trump did it for me as, a, as like a special gift, right? Yeah. So I called dude. And I'm like, hey, I need to talk to Donald Trump. And they're like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I want to thank you for the business cards. Like, okay, cool. You know, his weird ass voice and shit. You know, this whole thing. I'm like, cool. So then we're going to Europe the next day. I've never been to Europe. So I go to Europe the next day. So we get to Europe and Tom, we're in, we're in the hotel. He's like, what, what are you doing, bro? I'm like, oh, I had to get another bag. He's like, wait, another bag. I'm like, oh. Donald Trump left all these gifts for me in the room. All these gifts, like everything. He's like, hats, sweatshirts, you know. Little jars of nuts and all that stuff. He's like, dude, those are the incidentals, you dumbass. Like, yeah, I took like three thousand dollars of the incidentals from the, from the place, and then this is when I get to Europe. So that's like, I'm on a roll right at this point. So I get to Europe, and I'm hanging out with this girl, and she's so hot. She looks just like Lil Kim, yeah. but her friend looks like Carmen, Carmen Diaz. So I'm like, both of them, and this is like I'm standing. It's like a it used to be a men's lodge or whatever in, in England. Now it's like eighteen rooms, with like super high end. So the bed was the biggest bed I've ever seen. It was like basketball court big i don't know what it, it was i don't know what i held. It was so big it was something european i don't know about sure so i was like thinking i'm the man i got these two girls do my shit you know what i mean i'm wearing bottles i don't understand the exchange rates i don't understand how much more england <laughs> is everything the next day i'm like i had the greatest night ever right so i'm waking the next day and i go downstairs and this is after i took all the thousands of dollars of stuff so they're not on the record label we're not even signing really you know they're already starting to crew charges and so and then, the next day and then so I go there, I go downstairs, and they're like, oh, this is a crazy bill. Like, $4,000 bill. I'm like, I just start breaking down crying, dude. I'm like, yeah. I'm right now crying. I'm like, I didn't understand what was going, like, how this, how much money was it. Yeah, you're like, why and did I spend all this dough? But they had to take care of that again, you know yeah, what I mean? You just like, made them pay for it. Dude, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I was crying so much, they probably felt bad enough. They had, those, they felt, those are the perks of being a superstar. That is, that was rough. Well, Tilo, this is our favorite part of the show, man. We call it the high five. High five. What's that? It's five questions we're going to ask you right now, so just bear with me. You got this. Ready? Yes, sir. All right. Question number one of the high five. How old were you the first time you smoked cannabis, and where'd you get it from? I was 11 years old, and there was a neighbor boy, and when it was laced with um, cocaine. Nice. Corn <laughs> dog. I was 11 years old. And, 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 mind you, and this is when Jim Baker was big. Jim and Tammy <laughs> Faye Baker. And we were at the bus stop, and we smoked this. I was so high, dude. I started splashing my face with water, asking for Jim Baker's help. Yeah. I was so high. <laughs> then, it's messed up, though. Then I go, and I had to go to football practice. And I was from the oh. Bears. Like, a little Bears team. Like, a dumb little Pop Warner shit. Yeah. High as a kite, dude. Just Literally, high. High as a kite. High. That's when I first got it. And it was, I still remember, it was Florida Red Hair. It was like, Florida Red Hair Cincy. Yes. yes. That's like some old, like, yeah. Cheetah Chong shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it had cocaine in it. So, I've always been extreme. I mean, it's a cold He's just world. paranoid on the football field. Like, why are uh, these oh. motherfuckers chasing me? Yeah. I was. I was. Yeah. I swear to God, I was so paranoid. I was like, I can't believe I pulled it off. Yeah. I don't, it's funny that you never hear anyone talk about that ever anymore, too. Like, and I'll bring it up. I'm like, oh, you're talking about a corn dog. And people are like, what are you talking about? I'm like, that's what people Cocoa used to puffs. call yeah. that. Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puffs. You know what I like? Cocoa Puffs loves? You know what corn dog loves? <laughs> some salsa dipping in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Question number two of the high five. What is your favorite way to use cannabis? Oh, dabbing. My hands down. Like, I, don't, I don't even like it really smoking flour. And this, and this is fire, like my man Dubious fucking blessed me right now, so yeah. that's a different deal. So I like that, because especially being with someone like him, because it brings back a time of where he helped me, like like he like he's one of the dudes, like I'm telling you, I, I was broke as fuck. 
So for me to actually get a fucking cassette tape from somebody, yeah. it was like a serious shit for me. You know what I mean? It yeah. was like, thank was you. Serious. Yeah. So I had, I had dubious. I had fucking. Remember those with Dawes Effects? Mm-hmm. Dawes Effects mm-hmm. is the yeah, truth. Yeah, Dawes Effects, yeah. And of, course, and of course, you got to have Tribe Called Quest, you know what I mean? Yeah. I always had that, you know yeah. what I mean? But it was like, it was just, you know what it is, dude. Well, question but, number three of the high five. What is the craziest place you've ever used or smoked cannabis? The craziest place. Can I say the craziest place I had to throw away some weed? That's fine. Okay, so Paul McCartney. <laughs> so I'm at, the, I'm at the Music Wars in New York, and... I'm talking to Paul McCartney. And first of all, Paul McCartney, because Pamela and Paul, they do the, you know, the Peter thing together. Everyone's all, Sir Paul, Sir Paul. And, he, and I come up there and like, oh, I want to introduce you to Paul McCartney. I'm like, I'm like what up, dog? Yeah. Everyone looks at me like, what the fuck did you say to Paul McCartney? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, what up, dog? Hits me back, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're staying in the same hotel for like three days. I got to hang out with Paul McCartney. It was like that's really amazing. rad. Like that's day and night, it was rad. And God, so he tells cool. me, he's like, listen to me. I don't know if you guys know this story about Paul McCartney getting caught with weed. Did you know this story? No. no. Stop it. No. no. Oh, shit. Watch this. So, and I'm, saying, I'm in a room. I'm in a room with like, dude, I'm saying everyone, like Madonna, fucking Steve, David Bowie, fucking Lenny Kravitz, was Lenny Kravitz and Lenny Kravitz, you know what I mean? Like, fucking Lenny Kravitz. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The girl he counts three you know times. I mean? yeah, yeah. He counts three times. He's a cold blooded motherfucker, bro. But, yeah. So, I'm sitting there and he tells me, he's like, oh man, he left this show in New York, right? And this is the back in the days of the Beatles. Like, this is the Beatles, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's no customs for the Beatles. There's no, <laughs> what are you talking about? It's like, it's, it's unheard of, right? He goes into Japan, right? Customs. He had a quarter pound of some fire weed. Right. Right? So he had a quarter pound of some fire weed. And he uh, basically, you know, dude, like, basically, I mean, he couldn't even believe it. Because they never had to go through anything. It was just like right to the car, out of here. Yeah. He starts to sweat. Like, basically, he, just, he literally started sweating. The poor Japanese man opened up the suitcase and found the weed. Just starts breaking out in tears. He's crying. He's, like, so upset. He has to basically tell him. So they give Paul McCartney seven years in prison. Okay? What? Yeah. Yes. Seven years in prison. Yes, I remember. Seven years this. in prison. So seven years in prison. So he's a beetle. Now he's in prison. Tall ass white man with yeah. all these tiny little Japanese people, right? In oh prison. Oh my god. Well, remember Japan after Hiroshima, uh, after that went down, we said to you guys, you guys are done with the army. You're done with your old military. United States, we got your back. You're done with your bullshit, right? right. Our, our number one ally in the world is England. At, at that time. Yeah. I don't know what it is now. I don't think anybody likes this, but. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So what happened was he told me, so for the first three and a half days he was there, he thought he had seven years in prison. He was devastated. He told me that like, they, they, they'd do a thing like, you know, like people like do limbo. Yeah. Well, they didn't do limbo. They didn't want to do the high boat with him. So they, he would put his arm up a little bit and they would try to run. All these little Japanese people would run like, ah, try to touch him. Try and touch him. Oh, try my to God. Touch his arm. <laughs> and then, that was the game. That was the game. <laughs> that was the game in there. So then, after the third, three and a half days, right? Three and a half days in there, Queen Lean calls. Queen Lean's like, yo, check this out, homie. Yeah, yo. Yo, little Japan, check this out, homie. Uh, <laughs> England's getting mad bread right now because of these dudes. So, check this out. The Royal Navy, the Royal Air Force, the Royal Army will be at your fucking doorstep tomorrow unless you release him. And guess what? You're one people that run your shit. It's America, and they already gave us the okay on that. Wow. So... They, yeah, they, queen. They, they, That's they, they, my girl. I love her, right? <laughs> yeah. So she, they broke it down from seven years to seven days. So he did seven days in jail in Japan. Wow. So he, said, so he says, unless you motherfucker know how, like, if you know a high level, I was like, I have none of those connections. <laughs> so yeah. I'm nowhere near a beetle. Like, I'm fucking, a, I'm not even like, I'm a micro Skype them. You know what I mean? Nothing. Yeah. So, so what happened was, when, when, when I, I, basically, I had this girl comes in, and me and Tommy went there to, because back then, if you were like a beautiful woman, which you guys would be like all day long hired there every single day. <laughs> Intelligent people too. To they, they want Japanese men just want to sit with them at dinner. They don't even have sex with them. They just sit with them at dinner and they pay them like thousands of dollars. Right. So then when you see two white dudes come in, the girls are like, oh, what the hell is going on? So me and Tommy too just goes back to the hotel room. It's all, you know, rad, amazing, whatever. And this girl pulls out some weed. I had a heart attack. I kicked him out. I was like, get out of here. She left the weed there. I was flushing it and yeah. everything. Paul McCartney told me, he's like, don't get caught with weed. And I knew damn well. Not in Japan. <laughs> not in Japan. You're you know going to do I mean? seven years. You're going to do seven years in prison. So, so you flushed it. I That's flushed the craziest like, place. Kicked out, I kicked out two very, very hot women yes. and flushed weed. So Yeah. Oh, my God. That's pretty crazy, though. For, from back then, too, I was a country bumpkin. It was hard. <laughs> now I'm, I have a straight now. I have a straight. But back then, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> question, that was a lot. Question number four of the High Five on Cannabis Talk 101. What is your go-to munchie after you get high? 
Your go-to munchie. That's a cold black. You know what it is? <laughs> I mean, really, it's got like steak. Steak? Steak, yeah. Just a oh, nice steak. Mm-hmm. Medium big, well, I, how do you like it done? I like. I mean, it depends what kind it is. You know, I'm a, I'm a snob when it comes to steak. Okay. <laughs> What's your favorite steak? I mean, of course, A5 Kobe beef. You know what I mean? That's my shit. Yeah, I love that. A5 but I, 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 have, I have my own, like, dry ager system in my house and everything. So you are a snob. Yeah. You're real snobby. I'm the real deal. Nice. Yeah, and, I have, and I only do on a green, big green egg. I'm like yeah, a fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck Ooh, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, I'm that dude. I get down. You know I me. love it. I love it. Question number five of the high five. If you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead, dead or, or alive, alive, who would it be and why? Hmm. I mean, I need to think about that for one second. <laughs> Oh, I, you know, I'm gonna give some love. I'm gonna give some love to Betty White because I would oh, love to smoke about Betty yeah. White. Betty White because she obviously, first of all, a beacon of light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. What are you talking about? And she was sharp as ever, always. And I'd want to smoke with her because I mean, I've smoked with some pretty major people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I passed up hanging out at Paisley Park with Prince to smoke weed with Kenny. Kidding, fucking uh, Rogers? No, no, Kenny Rogers. What the fuck is it? Like, Kenny? What's the fucking other guy's name? Fucking the goddamn Kenny Willie Nelson. Jesus oh, Christ. Willie oh. Nelson. They're yeah. all country. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I passed that shit up, but yeah, Betty My White. Uncle. Because you know, imagine getting Betty White high. Even how much more funny she would be? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's already like she's a yeah. comic genius. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So yeah, I want to give love to Betty White. That would be it. Betty White's a bomb. Yeah, for sure. Tilo, listen, man. We want to thank you for joining the show. Yes, sir. And before we get on out of here. Are you looking for high-quality seeds? Head to rocketseeds.com or on IG at rocketseeds underscore dot seeds. Sorry, one more time there. At rocketseeds. Run it back just from the top. Run it back. Are you looking for high-quality seeds? Head to rocketseeds.com or on IG at rocket underscore seeds for trusted cannabis. Rocket Seeds is a trusted source for thousands of quality cannabis seeds at fair prices. Once again, head to rocketseeds.com. There it is, man. Tilo, before we let you get out of here, man, is there anything else you want to tell us uh, just to, to get the listeners and everything else? Uh, I have no social media. I do any of that shit. I want no one to know where I live or what I'm doing in my life personally. But when it comes to this, the helpful hood people, support it. Yeah, That's man. Going down. And, and, and what it is, I, don't, I, I strongly know I don't know much of anything, but I do know that my main passion right now is to help. Yeah. And I wanted to somehow you know bring a better light into the cannabis situation so if somebody wants to get involved what do they do who do they contact yeah contact blue there it all is. right there it is man contact Fair. cannabis talk 101 that's my partner right there <laughs> yeah you know what i mean well there it is guys it's cannabis talk 101 and remember this if no one else loves you, you we, we do. do thank you for listening to cannabis talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.